Alright, it is Friday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. This is episode 3 of Group Games, and I'm sitting here with Greg Sibold. Hi. How's it going? Good, how you doing? <laughs> Just hanging out. It's Valentine's Day. Um, nothing you know really. Means, right? You know what that means? We're going to talk Keep about. Yeah, we're going to talk about our number one love right now. Hugging people aggressively. Aggressively hugging people. (laughs) Did you see all those sugar cookies? Uh, Did I send you that picture? Yeah, my favorite's the let's do nogi together. (laughs) Let's do nogi together. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So cute. Yeah. Anyways, today we're going to talk about being a white belt and all the white belt experiences that we've had. And maybe that some other people have experienced because I think that's a really awesome topic. And we might also touch a little bit on injuries and injury prevention because uh, Greg was the person that was my caregiver when I went through knee surgery. And we've been through a few injuries together, so yeah, I think we can talk about that, that as funny. well. That was not fun. <laughs> that was fun for you. Like, yeah, just watching you hobble Walking around. me hobble, yeah. yeah. Hobble around. When did you start jujitsu, Greg? January. In January of... 20... 20... I don't know. 2018? Yeah. That's what's up. I've been doing it a little over two years now. Okay, so yeah, January of 2018. It mm-hmm. sounds about right. Yeah, and my, is, and did you start right off with Sophie? Sophie is his little daughter. Yeah, no, Sophie yeah, started before me. So she's getting bullied in school, and the school isn't doing anything about it, so I figured she needed to learn she you know, needed how to, to defend herself. She needed to armbar people. Yeah, like how to defend herself, and you know, I did Muay Thai a lot before that, and I figured she's too young for Muay Thai, you know, to get, get elbowed in the head at the age of nine. Yeah. So I figured, you know, from a friend who was a blue belt and quit when he's a blue belt, by the way. Oh, no. Uh, that, you know, I, I, I learned through blues. him that jiu-jitsu is pretty legit. So I was like, cool. Yeah. Uh, let's let's check that out. And the gym was close to the house, and you had good reviews and all that. So we went, we went in there, and um, she started. I found myself really drawn to watching the class. Yeah. Um, it is really interesting to watch, especially, yeah. like, if you've never... It's a lot of gymnastics and stuff. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, wow. Like, they're doing cartwheels and they're rolling and stuff. Yeah. Plus, as a parent, some parents just drop their kids off and go do stuff. You know, it's like daycare for them. They don't really, you know, care too much as long as their kid's doing something. But for me, I was like, okay, so, like, what am I paying for? What is she learning? And then they started doing technique. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's fascinating. And so, like, George actually caught me watching a lot. Yeah. And I was, like, always sitting more towards the front, like, or towards the back of the gym. Yeah. Um, So I could see. And then... Yeah, after about like a weekend, he'd he's like, like, "Come try, hey, it. Let's yeah. do try class. You look like you're interested." George is great. <laughs> and I'm like, "No, no, it's cool." And I get you know, I gave him all the excuses like I'm too fat or budget or, you know, there's everything. No excuses, yeah, there's man. everything. Yeah. And which is funny because I, I hear all that from everyone now. First. Yeah, it's scary at first, and a lot of people that actually want to try jujitsu are just so intimidated by it because of, like, all these little excuses when really, like, it's for everybody. It is for everyone, and everyone has the exact same excuses. So, yeah. But it's so, like, <laughs> I gave him all that, and he's just like, okay, cool. And then about, like, two weeks in, you know, he's just like, dude, okay, you're here every day watching. Like, if I give you my gi, will you just come out here and try a fucking class? 
Yeah. You know, like, come on. And I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I can't say no to that. Like, this big dude's in my face. And <laughs> he's got it. He's got a gi in his hand. Oh, and I'm like, dude, did you I'm roll like, oh, with him when? on? Did you roll with him on your first date? Yeah. So the first That's day, they rough. shark tanked me too. And so I was like, cool, like, you know, those big dudes in my face with a gi. It's like, yeah, yeah, well, when's class? And I was trying to back out. He's like, after kids, let's go. And I'm like, oh, okay, like, I need to go change. He's like, there's a shower, you know, changing room. And I'm like, okay, crap, like, there's no way out of this. I just need to do it. And, that, like, my biggest my biggest fear was, um, you know, I was really self-conscious because I was, like, super, I was, like, overweight at the time. And... Mm-hmm. You know, I used to be like 180 doing Muay Thai and, yeah. you know, pretty thin. And then I was like close to 300 pounds at that point. Yeah. Because I stopped and, you know, working life and everything. Yeah, And totally. then, so I was like, okay. Like, and I just went out there in this really tight gi. And as soon as I went on the mat, everyone was like super nice and like didn't care. Oh, you know, yeah. Obviously, so like nice. they don't care about how I looked, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, this is all right." And yeah. everyone started walking up and telling me their names and shaking hands. People get excited about was, new people. Yeah. I know I do. At least whenever I'm great. like, whenever I see like a day one jujitsu person, I'm like, "Oh man, I love you." Yeah, like welcome. I always tell them like, "I'm not gonna remember your name for at least yeah. six months because there's like a lot of new people." Yeah, but like people cycle. Yeah, so it's like, but thank you for being here. Yeah, and it was great. You know, like I threw up. I got shark tanked and. That's when um, I knew jiu-jitsu was for me when, uh, you know, the last role of the night was Alyssa. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about her. Like, Oh, she's so how, awesome. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know. I just saw this, like, y- <laughs> this young lady yeah. who is, like, little. And I was like, great. And so everyone was starting mount on me. And so, like, all, like, Justin and Cody, like, all these big dudes were, like, sitting on me. I'm like, of course You're I like can't. You're, like, I can't do anything because I yeah. didn't know anything about jiu-jitsu. Like, I can't get out because they're so big. Yeah. And then she sits down on my chest. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, You're she's like, really I can light. This, I'm going to pick her up and throw her. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get out of this. And then she proceeds to sub me, you know, seven times in a five-minute round. Yeah, she does that. <laughs> yeah. And ever since then, I'm like what the hell was that? How do I do that? You know, like I just got like addicted because it's like, it's th- this shouldn't work. Yeah. You know, you see someone on the street that's like a hundred pounds and little, like, you know, I think if someone looked at you and they didn't know you, yeah, they'd just be like, Oh, like, you know, there's this little lady here. Like but, I could beat her up. Yeah. But it's for like, sure. you know, but if you could fly around and take someone's back and like choke them out, it's like, we have invisible ninja uh, powers. Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> it's like she just teleported around. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? How'd she get to my back? She was sitting on my chest. Yeah, totally. She's stupid. always been awesome. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I started jujitsu really long time ago, and yeah, I took a long break, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but so happy I came back to that gym. And uh, even though, yeah, when I came back to it, I was like pretty overweight, and mm-hmm. I was like dying too. And yeah. even coming back as a blue belt, after, like, a few years off, I felt like a white belt. Uh, mm-hmm. It took me a little while to get everything back, but it was cool. Yeah. I started, I think I started jiu-jitsu in, like, when I was, like, 19 or 20, and I was, like, in a Muay Thai gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, my original professor, his name is Ricardo Tubbs, and he's, like, he owns the Firma Training Center out in Virginia Beach right now, and it's a pretty awesome place. Ricardo. He's doing well. And, uh, yeah, man, I didn't know anything about jujitsu. And I was, like, in a Muay Thai gym at the time, so I was, like, yeah, I, like, wrestled a little bit Mm -hmm. in high school, but... Yeah, he, like, gave us these geese, because he made geese, too, and he was, like, just bringing jujitsu into our Muay Thai school. 
And uh, it was, like, me and three other guys. And these guys are, like, huge. And, like, we're all white belts. Like, we'd never done jujitsu, So him coming in and teaching us all this stuff and then, like, trying to get us to roll uh, was really, like, trial and error. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the rolls were really rough for me uh, just because, like, I was rolling with a lot of these, like, bigger dudes that actually, like, none of us knew what we were doing. So... Like, we knew a little bit, but it was, like, pretty rough most of the time. Like, I think it got suplexed once pretty bad, which was horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, like, it was probably, like, the roughest, like, experience in my life going through jiu-jitsu. But I did that, and I did Muay Thai as well on the side for, like, two years straight. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he gave me my blue belt, and it was awesome. And actually like competing as a white belt was really difficult too. Like just rolling and like being a white belt is like, I feel like the hardest thing. I don't know. I can say that about being a blue belt right now too, because competing as a blue belt is like really, really hard because like you have so many different levels of blue belt. I mean, as you do white belt, but it's like the, the roles as a white belt are so much harder yeah, I think it. I think it, the the stakes really pick up when you're a blue belt, though. Yeah. Like you said, like if someone who's been a blue belt and they've been doing jujitsu for, for six years straight, like, that's a lot of jujitsu. Yeah. They're, they're basically a purple. Yeah. But not quite yet. Like they're gonna mess you up no matter like where you are in the blue belt spectrum. And you know, there's like competition blue belts, and then there's like casual blue belts. You know, there's a whole slew of stuff. But like at white belt, like you know, there's not a lot of world famous professional competitive white belts so your 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 chances of running into somebody who's i'm gonna like have to look one up now yeah, i'm about to start following all the white belt athletes <laughs> the sponsored white belts <laughs> yeah. you guys yeah. rule <laughs> i want to roll with you <laughs> you don't know how to own a plot of it's sponsored but they I, probably do and they yeah, can probably yeah. do it better than you yeah, or me <laughs> dude i get like, i get messed belt. up by white belts in class still mm-hmm. even it's just like they like or go after you especially as like yeah there's there's that that meme i saw where it's like you you know you go, you went from when you get your blue belt everyone thinks it's like this you know it is awesome yeah it it is very gratifying to know that like holy crap doing jiu-jitsu every day for you know just yeah having however long it's like a reward and doing all these comps like you know it's like oh someone validated all yeah that work. and, and recognition feels really good but you went from like the best white belt to the worst blue belt 100%. Uh, in the gym. So therefore it's like, Oh, you're colored belt. So now like the coach, like you have zero excuses with the coaches for like not doing warm ups Right. Or not, you know, being there on time or having your belt tied. Right. Or, you know, yeah. Being in line, like just squared up, ready to go uh, as a white belt. It's like, Oh, okay. Like he's a white belt. Like, you know, cool. he's new. It's okay. Like, Oh, you don't know how to, you know, do this move right, it's cool, like, an upper belt will walk you through it, but, like, as soon as you hit blue belt, it's pretty much, like, come on, you should know what's going on. Yeah. Like, you've been here long enough, you should know what's yeah. going on. So there's, like, zero excuse to goof off. I feel like, good, yeah, I know, I feel like the majority of, like, the really good listeners or, like, people that really, really pay attention and, mm-hmm. like, are white belts, because, like, I, I don't know, sometimes, like, I feel like I'm not speaking of all blue belts, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of them are just, like, not listening or you know not not paying much time or i don't know you know what i'm saying like i'm having a hard time explaining myself yeah, here, I but think, i think yeah i, I feel like, like white the purple, belts the blue to purple belt range is when people could start to get like complacent yeah because they're now a colored belt they now 
have rank in the gym yeah. especially like in beginners classes when it's all white belts like and you're like the only blue belt or whatever you could show up and you're pretty much like the guy in charge yeah um, for sure you know which does something for your ego and then you kind of like yeah i know jiu-jitsu people, I have a game blah 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 like, yeah and people use that kind of good and then i don't have to really around, pay attention i'm yeah, just gonna black belt, that's when you're like oh sh-, you know you actually gotta start paying attention yeah. again and you think you're good until you roll with like you know, a competition brown belt who just like oh yeah your smashes you yeah you know, south oblivion. <laughs> um, yeah so. I think um I like being around a lot of white belts uh because like yeah for one they listen but they're also like scared to speak up and speak for themselves and mm-hmm. I like I don't know as like someone who like likes to help others I. I try to get them to, like, speak up for themselves and stuff, so... Yeah. Uh, I've been doing that a lot lately for people that have questions and are just even scared to, like, get the coaches or professors' attention. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, like, want to be there for these people, and I don't know. They're learning, and, like, it just takes time with people, really, to they're get... Yeah. They're still, like, getting comfortable, like, being a white belt, and, like, you have to, like, just going into it and like mm-hmm. touching people and l- getting past all these little like hurdles there's so many hurdles yeah. as a white belt mentally and physically like you're not well, like, like yeah okay socially too here? like how does this work yeah like, like people apologizing if you're a guy like, with a female like you know if you're going in for like you know a collar grip or whatever it's like oh you, you brush like the top of the breath like oh no do you have to let go and or is that disrespectful for being like overly nice yeah people like involved with this yeah people go through all these thought processes Mm -hmm. and like have to get over all these humps as a white belt it's crazy yeah i'm not i'm not not ashamed to admit i have some white belt friends so it's okay (laughs) white belt white belts are nice i love white belts they're definitely like super (laughs) eager uh if they stick around yeah uh it's you know they're very cannibalistic but they're savages dude i get and I've had two. I've of, had two fingers broken by white belts. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. When you say you like working yeah. with the white belts, it's like I don't. I mean, I like working with them for drills or like. It can know, be hard. But every time I've been injured, it's either from a cop or from a white belt. The I've glory never, of the. I've never had a black belt, brown belt. Like I've never been injured. By anyone purple belt and above, but like I have white belts, but that's probably just because like, I'm tiny. Yeah, like yeah. white belts, it's like, ugh, like you know, getting kneed in the face, it's like all that stuff, you know, like the yeah, fingers, like getting toes broken, like everything. Yes. Um, so as far yeah. as rules go, because it's like they they're definitely more scared, so they're just going after it. They're they're getting oh, hundred percent. Like that, the muscle. You got the spazzy white belt. It's like after the. I after blood, man. Yeah, so it's going like, after they're gonna, blood. They're smash you, yeah. yeah, they learn this move, and you know, like when they learn the move of the day, and they're getting good at it, like they yeah. start feeling it in their drills and stuff. And I, I can totally tell, like when they like start rolling with you after class, and they're just yeah. going for this move of the day. I'm like, yes, dude. Yeah, you could. Don't get me though. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. It's like, <laughs> but afterwards, I'll let you know. Like you're getting really dangerous. Like, yeah. you almost got me with some stuff. There's two people in the gym that I roll with that are white belts that I believe should be blue belts very soon. That's good. Because they, to roll with them, it's like, I can't roll nice with them. They give you a hard time. Yeah, like, yeah. they're starting to get dangerous for me. So it's like, I can't just be like, oh, cool, I'm just going to, 
you know, let you work to get out of my, you know, like I'll be in your guard and I'll let you work to do something and then I'm going to pass really quick. Like I can't do that. Like I have yeah. to back them. They're go learning hard. a lot of control too, probably. Yeah. Like I can't mess around with them too much and that's like good because it like keeps me on my toes and it's like, so you don't get caught, you know, that whole like, oh, it's a white belt. I don't have to worry. And then they're smashing you and triangling you and then like getting triangled by a white belt and then the coach walks by and goes, nice. Man, when I was a white belt, yeah, when I was a white belt, man, I I just can't believe all the shit that I went through as a white belt. Yeah. It was so rough. It was a lot of awkward (laughs) phases. It was a lot of awkward phases, and yeah, I just, like, didn't understand jiu-jitsu at all, so Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm on this guy's back, like, what am I supposed to do? And Mm -hmm. then he just, like, flips me off and, like, gets on top of me, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. But... Oh, this is what shrimping is. Yeah. So, like, the little buttons and stuff start clicking. It's kind of nice, I guess. I think the worst thing was, like, you know, like, an embarrassing thing I would do as a white belt is, you know, I got really into jiu-jitsu. So, I'd watch a lot of jiu-jitsu on YouTube and Instagram. And I'd get, like, deep YouTube ninja. Yeah, like, I'd just do Instagram, like, these one-minute, like, Check out this. So, I went to the gym one time, and we're, like, getting ready for class. I'm like, hey, you know... Uh, Can I drill this Bell Ninja, Like, what's this? You know, like I saw this judo move. Like, what is it? And he's like, Oh, it's a called. And I'm like, Well, I don't know, but you you kind of grab here, and you do this <laughs> thing, and you kind of flip your butt this way. And I'm trying to describe it to him. Like, he's looking around, like, That's not a fucking move. Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know what it is. Like, I'll have you're to like this standing video. there in a pose. Yeah, like... I'm like trying to like you know basically talk them through a jujitsu move without knowing the yeah. video, and they were just looking at me like I was the dumbest dude ever. Yeah, and nobody knew what I was talking about. Yeah, totally. And, like, that awkward phase of, like, hey, I saw this move online. Like, it was so cool. What is it? <laughs> it's either, like, not a thing or, you know, it turned out to be, like, a basic-ass arm bar. But it was just, like, up to, totally. like, inverted. So it was, like, you know, it, it's just, like, that whole, you know, The YouTube phase. ninja, yeah, the YouTube ninja phase. That's how people get hurt, I, too. Yeah, totally. I mean, like... I, Can I try this move on you? And then yeah. they don't really, like like know what's going on or you don't really fully explain it and yeah. so they like get kind of messed up well, that's, by how, that's how a friend of mine like at the old gym yeah. got hurt like he got his knee blown up oh man that's horrible you know someone was trying to judo throw him and didn't know how to judo throw him and like he basically threw him and he landed on his leg weird and his leg you know twisted oh, his knee all it is like the most horrific sound ever and you know it's like man. we're supposed to be doing like uh i forgot what we were doing like a, a guard pole or to like an arm bar it was like you know, we weren't even supposed to be doing judo stuff. Yeah. So it's like... Judo's that, a really hard thing, thing to do. We're not even in the realm of throws right now. Yeah, like, you don't um, know anything. And judo's a really hard thing to do either, like, anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't know anything, like, it's just dangerous. Like So that's a bad I trap. Know. I know yeah. whenever I go against judo players, I'm like, oh, man, I gotta watch out. Yeah. But I don't really know much about judo, but I want to learn it more. But we've been just, doing a lot of judo on Sundays. I see that. Like, it's pretty awesome looking. Leon and then, like, Chris has been working with me. So the other day, he was, like, sees a judo brown belt. And he was all, like... Yeah, know, Basically, awesome. he wouldn't let me leave until I threw him. <laughs> and so we're just, like, going around class and, like, you know, afterwards rolling. And it was yeah. all stand-up only. And it was just, like, you know, like a um, tomanage or, you know, like the... Um, See, I can't even remember the name of it, but it's like basically the flower, like the the butterfly sweep. Nice. So you know, lapel sleeve. You know, you drop, you square, and you drop up, and you get the butterfly, and you throw him into oblivion. And you flick him overhead. And <laughs> he wouldn't let me go until like I, you know, 
I mean, he got like six feet up in the air and like, wham! Yeah. And everyone was watching and everyone was like, that was so cool. And he just kind of nodded at me and left, you know? Yeah. Was like, How long? It's, it's cool. Yeah, judo is pretty cool. How long, hmm, how long did you have your white belt for? A uh, year and a half. Yeah, that's about standard, I feel like, so, for most people. Yeah, I mean, I was I was told when I started, like, somebody was like, oh, it's two years at least to get a blue belt. You know, sometimes four. So I was like, okay, cool. Four like, is a little I didn't, extensive. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, that was just that guy. So I was like, yeah. okay, cool, like, whatever. Um, so basically, it just mentally, it was just like, don't, don't think about it, don't ask about it. Yeah. Because if it's going to take years, then I don't have to worry. Like, it'll, it'll just happen. Um, I don't worry about something that could be happening four years from now. Dude, you're I'm worried gonna... about tomorrow. Like, yeah, totally. So I just did it. Never and expect started anything. doing comps. Like, don't get your expectations yeah. up with that shit because it will upset you. Yeah, it's the rule too. Is if you yeah. ask, it's like you just added six months. <laughs> yeah. Your, to your coaches, like when he's gonna promote you. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like doing comps helped because like. Dude, you were awesome, really... and I remember going to your first competition as a white belt, and that was so awesome. I think you did great, even though you know you didn't like perform oh, how you wanted felt, to yeah, no, but like, it was your first time and i think you did awesome yeah that was like six months worth of training and those guys <laughs> were huge dude <laughs> those guys were so big that's the thing is ultra heavy <laughs> ultra like, heavy i'm che- on my way to the, ultra the, heavy yeah, right now you should cheeseburger division's fun <laughs> you don't get a lot of matches but so either the people are like really really fat or they're jacked bodybuilders yeah both are equally difficult to to, to do jujitsu with yeah. So like you know like you know you'll have a as a white as belt a little too. Person. Yeah, as a, yeah. So like as a white belt, six months of jujitsu, I'm like you know fighting this dude who's a you know firefighter, and he's just like jacked to the gills and has like a twelve pack and like a medium rash guard on, and he's like two thirty <laughs> plus. You know he's yeah. just like huge, like way taller than me. It was like fighting a marble statue. It was stupid. How much do you think he deadlifts, bro? Ugh. At least 800 pounds. Tight. No. Uh, so, and that's the other thing, and that's what working with Warren Brooks has been great with, because, you know, he's a big guy. Oh, he's so big So he dude. does, like, the normal jiu-jitsu Him move. and Fabiano Yeah, are and huge. they'll both do this, like, okay, so ultra-heavy jiu-jitsu is different. Like, yeah. it doesn't work. Like, it's a different style of jiu-jitsu. So here's, like, the big guy version. Yeah. Or for, like, you know, Sam, like, oh, for you little people, here's... I love it when people can break down jiu-jitsu like that. Yeah, so it's not just, like, here's the move, do it, it'll work on everyone. Because it doesn't. It doesn't. Jiu-jitsu does work, but, I mean, yeah, if you get, like, a 400-pound sumo dude, like, good luck triangling him. I have to modify almost everything, like, as a small person. And, like, a lot of people don't like put that out there and it's yes. like you know most of the time I have to figure this out myself but mm-hmm. um having a professor or teacher that can really break it down yeah to your body size and how it's going to work for you mm-hmm. is like the most incredible thing yeah so that's 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 the deal is because like yeah jiu-jitsu does work against anybody but like you do have to modify in the moment um yeah. cause like little necks it's like yeah you could triangle them but if you try to you know, guillotine them they'll pop out easier <laughs> yeah so it's like everything's different but i, mean, I like but training yeah, so. at art of war for that because there's so many like flyweights and little like little people like me the even the people. guys like yeah. even the little 125 guys i'm like man you guys are awesome and That's they're cool. all like they like some i think uh most of them are blue belts or a lot of them are white belts like mm-hmm. they don't know much jiu-jitsu but they're really athletic and they're really like wrestling yeah which is like so good for me man my wrestling is getting so much better because of them yeah it's funny like 
going into a school of like MMA fighters and them like pushing you up against a wall and mm-hmm. like you're like okay now I'm stuck and yeah yeah but like and then going to like a traditional jiu-jitsu school where like if you get on the wall it'll just drag you back to the middle That'll reset you <laughs> yeah it's yeah. pretty funny because that happens like pretty regularly now if you stand up and walk away too much you'll reset yeah like... so I kind of am learning how to like wrestle and use the wall I guess which is cool yeah no it's <laughs> Use what you got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, so it was a year and a half the blue belt, and then six months as a blue belt, and then I got my first stripe. Heck yeah. Um, which, to and that's the other thing, is like, the, the higher rank you get, the longer you go in between. Yes. So, like, as a, as a white belt, I felt like I was getting stripes, like, Very looking quickly. back, I probably didn't think it was, like, that often, but, you know. Yeah. Or at the time, but looking back, it seemed like I was getting them, like, fairly regular like every yeah. couple months boom you know you're like, consistent you too a lot of um, people don't understand like consistency and really like putting a lot of effort yeah into... I've, I've gotten that from yeah. people who you know but i mean start around the same time as well. me but like yeah people you know, have lives it, that's other things yeah <laughs> if you're a loser and don't do anything with jiu-jitsu then yeah it's great we're freaking um, losers but <laughs> having my kid do it is is a huge motivation also because She's so getting... for all you parents out there that you know don't think you'll have time, like just get your kid into it, and then it makes you'll the go journey for the kids' class, better. and then the kids' class will go, and then you could watch or help coach, and then boom, the kids are done, and then they go to the they go program after, yeah. or they hang out after, and then you go to your class, which is usually right after, and then you know before you know it, it's a family thing, and there's a couple families that train at you know the gym I'm at, and it's cool because their kids are awesome. Yeah. Because they both do it and they talk about it at home. And they're the kids that are killers at competition and, like, Merc during class. Like, yeah. you know, Connor, Aria, you know. Connor's uh, so all, awesome. All He's a kids. little YouTube ninja, too. I remember him uh, back in the day when I used to coach <laughs> there. He would come up to me and be like, yeah, I watch these, like, black belt moves on YouTube. Yeah, he told I'm me, like... yeah, his, 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 like, five, like, best black belt submissions or yeah. something like that. He was heel hooking kids in the gi class before, like, it was a little crazy he just saw thing. it on himself like, and he was like, I'm just going to heel hook. And I'm not going like, to be a right, hater. You can't, yeah, I was like, All but right, that's really cool, look. but you technically can't do that. Yeah, right you now, can't so do that, but I'm not going to hate on you a for that. A for effort. And yeah. That's what I'll do. Like, if there's like kids that are struggling because um, their partner's not being good or they got mm-hmm. a really big kid partner. It's not cooperating. It's like I'll throw in a little like, okay, here's how you wrist lock him, or here's how you you know, <laughs> yeah. hit him with like the knuckles and the oh, ear no. with the Ezekiel. Like I'll give him a little bit of that, that you know, black magic, uh, to help him it's, out. It's it's pretty scary when white belts learn that stuff too, though. Yeah. Like I feel like part of me getting my blue belt was like starting to wrist lock people, which is hilarious. Well, actually, like it's one of two things. I feel like a I like competed a lot as a white belt. Uh, I didn't do too well. I'm, like, have never really been the greatest competitor, but, like, that's something I'm always working on, obviously. hmm But, uh, yeah, just, like, I feel like I wrestled my way, competed my way, and wrist-locked my way to blue belt. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, around the time I got my blue belt from Ricardo, I was, like, just very efficient at, like getting people in Kimura traps or, like, armbar traps, and I would just, like, finish the wrist lock if I couldn't get the armbar right off the bat. But it was yeah. it was just kind of funny to me. 
I don't know. <laughs> I love wrist locks, but... <laughs> I think you have to, you know, anybody that's really good, you know, it's like they do, like, the same three things. Yeah. They're really freaking good at it. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean don't practice other stuff. But, like, when you're rolling... Fundamentals, or when you're competing, man. it's like, yeah, if you got, like, this one, you know, gangster ass, you know, side pressure pass, or, you know, however you stand up, or, like, whatever your pass is, boom, hit it, you know, if you got really good you know, control from here, then be there. If you got the one submission that you yeah. always get, do it. Like, I'm you such don't a have firm, to be flashy. Yeah, I'm such a firm believer in fundamentals class. Yeah. I will go to fundamentals classes for the rest of my life, probably. I don't care, like... Absolutely. Even, like, when I'm a brown belt, whenever, like, purple belt, whatever. Like, yeah. I think the fundamentals of jiu-jitsu, like... And people shy away from that so much, like... I love doing flashy stuff and, like, super technical things, but, like, mm. what wins yeah. all of my matches and all of my, like, rounds and stuff mm. is, like, fundamentals. Well, I think people confuse advanced techniques and moves with being an advanced jiu-jitsu player. Yes. And that's not true. Yeah. So, yeah, just because you can do flying reverse upside down, you know. Flying wrist locks. Yeah, like, whatever. Like, there's <laughs> super fancy moves and... You know, not just um, in in all all styles of jujitsu. There's yeah. like really over the top like stuff that you'll drill or you'll see, and it's like maybe it'll, you know, a world comp black belt will hit it once, and but mostly you'll see that kind of shit on YouTube, and you'll never hit it. So it's like just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. You know, triangles or arm bars or kimuras. It's like these really boring basic moves. Like they're all like the same. Yeah, like the the basic five submissions you start with. Yeah, like just pick one that you're really good at, and that was some good advice someone gave me as a white belt. Was like pick one basic move that you really like and identify with. Yeah, and then when you're rolling, just a try to survive, but b just go for that move. Yeah, only go for that one. Don't try to worry about the move of the day. Don't worry about some fancy shit you saw. And so for me, it was guillotines, and you know it took me around, you know five 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 ish months of just rolling like daily. And one time, this other fellow white belt, you know, did a really sloppy shot in. And yeah. I was like, oh, guillotine. You know, I hooked him for a guillotine and just threw myself backwards and threw the legs over his back and just wrenched as hard as I could. Oh, my God. And he made that, like, disgusting gurgle sound. Like, and he just slammed the mat, you know, yeah. tapped. And I'm like, oh, I, fu- yeah, I fucking finally got it. You You're know, I was, like, stoked. super excited. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, jiu-jitsu works now. Like, this is it. And then for me, it was just like... I was in love. And then, like, he did it again, and I got another guillotine. And so I just started yeah. guillotining people. There you go. And then you get a couple guillotines and live rolls, boom, move on to something else. Like, so I, so I start comoring people. There's, like, so, so much like, change in, um, I feel like that's another thing, like, it, um, it all changes, like, over mm-hmm. time. Like, it's pretty cool how that works, too, because, like, yeah, I feel like, um, being a white belt was like mostly fundamentals and stuff and then mm-hmm. even now I do fundamentals and basic stuff like closed guard I've been like really doing a lot of closed guard yeah and it's so basic but it's like very good yeah uh, you, it's the things you think but are my game changes so much like yeah. constantly it's like one month or like two months later I'll be like you know attacking the back a lot barambolo like doing stuff like that and then like the next like whatever cycle I'm like doing all this Kimura stuff which doesn't happen very often I don't know it just all changes like uh throughout time really yeah 
I think yeah, like everything, it's you know, it's cyclical. You'll you'll come back. Yeah. You'll come back to the basics and then you'll get good and then you'll find some advanced stuff that like, you know, does it for you and you really like it, so you'll go down that path and then like you know, Spend time like in certain that. areas yeah. that are really working for you, and you then try something else. With heel hooks, and then <laughs> it's like heel hooks are the greatest thing ever, and yeah, you know all that like kind of shit. And then it's like, okay, well, I'm not really there a lot, so then you know you just go back to, you know, the basics. Like, how do I pass guard? Yeah, totally. Like, can I pass your guard and then just like neon belly and just make you hate your yeah life for four minutes? Like, white belts, that's pretty fun. I think white belts should spend a lot of time playing pass and keep the guard i think that's one of my favorite things to like drill with people especially getting ready for competitions Mm -hmm. i think like all white belts should like do that just like pass and keep the guard or like Mm -hmm. positional spar not even going for subs or anything but like yeah yeah absolutely we've been it's so so good pass and keep the guard is like Mm -hmm. has i think has been one of the most beneficial like ways to drill with people Mm -hmm. ever like at least in my opinion yeah. In my game, it's been the most beneficial for me. So, yeah, that's what we've been doing a lot of. Like, at, at my gym, we go the last uh, month, maybe month and a half, like, we've been doing uh, guard passing and then side control. Yeah. Retaining and escaping side control. And we'll, we, we positional spark from there. So, like, you know, we'll drill this stuff. We'll learn stuff, how to get out of there and drill it. And then, like, for sparring, you know, there'll be a couple five-minute rounds you know, towards the end of, end of class, which is like, you know, okay, partners in side control, so they get deep in the side, heavy, deep, yeah. you know, like, you're just, it, you're screwed, and then, boom, it's like, how to, you know, start from there and go. Yeah. And then, you know, you get out, reset. If not, then you're going to be struggling for five minutes, you know, it's like one or the other, and then you switch top, bottom, and then you do that a couple of times, and then when class is over, then you could go, like, do regular rolling if you want. Yeah, totally. But just doing that, like, okay, how do I get out of side control, or how do I pass guard is, like, really helped, because, you know, for me, if I get some giant you have to me, do that. if I'm on top of you, yeah. I'm really happy, like, I love being in side control, and people yeah. hate me there, because I'm big, and, you know, I'm, like, pretty strong, and... You know, I could just really just, like, shoulder your face. Yeah, once you learn how to, like, really pin someone and stuff, it's like, man, I gotta gotta work. But now that I have, you know, I'm get partnered up with the big dude, you know, like Josh, and he's on top of me doing this, giving me the business, it's like, oh, this sucks. Like, I hate this. And it's like the roles have been reversed, and now I have to work extra hard to get out. He's getting good, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's giving me trouble. That's good. Yeah. He, I was so happy. Too, I was so turtle. happy when they started jujitsu. I was like, man, yeah. that's so good to see them on the mats. He's really doubled down on this like turtle guard game. He's yeah. the only person I know I besides Warren that'll like. He's always he'll good just at that. Willingly yeah. go to turtle guard, and yeah. so most people like, no, you don't go there. They could take. It's like yeah, good luck. He's always you, been you good at that. You try to break in there. He'll grab your arm and be like that. Um, he'll he'll grab your arm and roll. That's awesome. And just take your back from it, or just like slam your arm aside. It's like stupid. <laughs> We're gonna take a short break. Real quick. And we're back. Uh, So, like I said earlier in the episode, uh, Greg was actually, like, my caretaker uh, when I had knee surgery. You're welcome. Yes. I actually, like, uh, had to move. Could have been homeless. It was horrible. Yeah, Yeah. it was horrible. I, like, had to move out of my apartment because it was, like, upstairs. And, yeah, I just, like... Upstairs, you were living in their living room. Yeah, it's it horrible. It's horrible. Horrible situation. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I didn't even really like in fully injure it in jujitsu. I would say I like injured it before that, but like doing mm-hmm. a lot of jujitsu and a lot of things like doesn't help. And the work that I was doing was like pretty physical too. Like I blew it out and I continued to blow it out in jujitsu and like yeah. Had to have a full ACL and MCL surgery, mm-hmm. and it was a bad time. I think that... Dude, that was my, horrible. My, yeah, that was pretty rough. Like, just sitting there, like, waiting for you to get out of surgery, because, you know, I dropped you off, and... Um, but, yeah, so, like, um, you know, when we had you move into my house, because, like, you know, me and my daughter, and I have, like, a four-bedroom house, so it's, like, I have the room, so it's, like, and you're you're, you're at the time, you were pretty cool. So I was like, yeah, I guess you can move in. You know, like, you're just like, I just need, you know, I can't live in my apartment anymore and I just need a place to rehab. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, no big deal. My my daughter, like, my daughter likes you. So that's pretty much the test is, you know, my dog didn't, you know, freak out. So it's like, we're good. Um, Yeah, I had like a downstairs, a downstairs bedroom uh, that was close to the bathroom. And I think... I think one of my favorite things was uh, having to figure out a way for you to take a shower. Oh, that was Because so I have, like, the tub, yeah. and I didn't have, like, so I had to get, like, a five-gallon bucket. I think I, yeah, and the we bucket. we flipped it over, and, like, yeah. just put a towel, so you just sit down and, like, take a shower by yourself. <laughs> yeah. So you're just, you're just like, oh, no, I don't need help. And you're just, like, like you're, you're, you're very stubborn about it. And, yeah. Which, make, you know, which is cool. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, I get so frustrated just, on pain pills. I, yeah, I coming I home to you, like... Them. I stopped taking them after two days because I was, like, just having an emotional breakdown all the time. Yeah, I remember, like, I think I was coming home and you were playing, like, Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> it's just yeah. so crying. And you're, you're balling. And I'm like, I was like, hey, how's it going? Like, fun. It's like, and you go, you'd, like, go to your room. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, geez. And then you come out and I'm sorry. You know, and it was, like, it was all fine. But um, yeah. there's ups and downs. And um, I got to say my favorite part about it, though, is, like, talking to your mom so much. Yeah, my Because, like, your great. mom was, like texting me and like just you know when I we're waiting for you in surgery like let me know how she does and she's so worried about you and yeah. it was like really adorable and you know uh I love my mom happy was, valentine's day mom I yeah, love you love you best mom <laughs> uh yeah it was really weird like you know the whole experience of like the the possibilities of injuries with jiu-jitsu is like because the worst thing that's ever happened to me was like broken toes yeah just, I broke some toes I've dislocated fingers um, you know, really bad, just like shoulder strains and like it's neck neck like, cranks that have gone wrong. Like, but I've never like broken broken anything bad. Like yeah. toes, it's like okay, it hurts for a couple of days. You just tape them together and limp around. But yeah, like, I think a lot a of knee it is, is scary. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, fortunately, like I think a lot of like major injuries, they're yeah. pretty rare. Yeah, I think like yeah you have to like just know to pack really white mess belts. up you have to really mess up to have a major injury yeah. unfortunately and uh at least the ones that actually require you to stay off the mat yeah. in like rehab and stuff but i think like most of the injuries that happen in jiu-jitsu are very minor and they're pretty common like i've i like am always hurting i feel like but like these things are things that i can take care of i feel like and mm-hmm. there's always different ways like well, most injuries come from, uh, you know, if you if you're stupid and don't tap. Yeah, totally. You get too, you get so excited that you're like, or expect like so especially like you know for the white belts, it's like, 
oh, I, I don't know where I'm at. Like, you don't realize how much danger you're in. Oh like, someone gosh, gets you in an omoplata, yeah. you're like, okay, so, like, my arm's backwards, but they're just sitting behind me. Like, it's no big deal. Like, oh, I'm just going to rip my arm out. Yeah, yeah and then they just, like, split. you know, they'll seatbelt and sit up and boom. And then, or, like, with the heel hook thing where everyone's, like, either afraid or in love with heel hooks. It's like, yeah, if someone locks you up, especially in the gi, yeah. and you do not know what you're doing, and you bone out the wrong way, you know, you're you're blowing your shit up. And that's, that's on you. So it's like, you know, if someone, you know, hooks it and starts, you know, applying the pressure and twisting, yeah. like, don't be ashamed to tap. Like, just tap reset. That's at the reset button in the video game. Like, you're good. Yeah. Start again. You I know? think, I think a lot of, uh, like, injuries can be prevented with, like, a lot of mobility and strength training. Mm-hmm. At least in my, like, experience, that's been, like, extremely helpful for me. Yeah. Like, if... I'm, like, lifting weights and stuff. Yeah. And just, like, so, doing a lot of mobility training, like, body weight training and stuff like that. Just really taking care of all all of that. Like, building my muscle, like, really. Yeah, like, rehabbing your knee and stuff. I think you have to, like, do that with you, jiu-jitsu. You, you like, really do, because either... Like, you will get messed up if you're not, like, sub- supplementing some kind of, like... Well, you just get worn down. Like, you yeah. know, you're, you're basically wrestling and fighting people. Like, if you go All every day, yeah. you have to work out in between. Yeah. Or you're only going to go a couple days a week. Yeah. Um, but if you're doing it every day or twice a day, every day, and you got comps, so you got comp class, uh, you know, it's like you have to supplement. So you're talking yoga you're talking lifting you know like something um and i'm really thankful that uh man i haven't done yoga in so long yeah i'm thankful my gym is like uh you know shout out element five (laughs) yeah i'm really happy because um with my schedule change recently like i've been doing you know tuesday thursdays you know 9 a.m we have like a, a workout um group and it's like usually strength training and it's like cool so we lift weights for like an hour and it's like a circuit thing so it's like you know not like super heavy weights but just like you're hitting all the areas and it's like a good workout and then we'll go do the basics class of jujitsu yeah so there's like a basics gi class which is really nice because it's like i get to revisit you know how to maintain guard or how to pass and it's really good for you i think another thing too is like but yeah rehab yeah i think another thing too is that like people feel like they need to go hard like every single day and oh, like yeah. that's where a lot of people i think yeah. get injured really easily too which yep like i feel like younger people are like a little bit better at this and like i don't know yeah. <laughs> i'm like uh, almost 30 i guess i'm almost yeah. to masters but like man i just like you are <laughs> I, master, my, my body gets so messed up yeah. like if I try to go hard every day, I just can't do it. So, like, yeah, stretching and, and, oh, man, stretching and, and like, if, using a foam roller and... Yeah, and if you also, if you're in a gym where you can't communicate with your coach that, like, hey, like, I'm here today, but yesterday rolling with so-and-so really jacked up my leg or whatever, like, you know, I'm here to, you know, I'll drill, but, like, for sparring, yeah. like, could I go with someone easy or could I, you know, do something? Yeah. You know, if you can't communicate with them and they won't accommodate, like, oh, yeah, absolutely, I'll, I'll stick you with, like, a, you know someone who's also injured and you could flow roll something yeah like you know that that's a problem i think uh, but you know we had that rolling with someone smaller and rolling with someone who is also injured could work out for people that are injured because like yeah because yeah sometimes it's like uh for me it's like you know if uh 
one of the like a, a lady will ask me to roll with them and it's like cool because it's like for me it's like that's a chance for I'll just be very defensive yeah and like I don't have to go 110 percent but if I get like a young college kid who wrestles like I have to go balls to the wall otherwise I'll get I'm gonna get hurt yeah you know because totally. those go really hard gotta um, go to work tomorrow yeah and that's the thing it's like I'm not you know, I'm not fighting Gordon Ryan right now. There's not $3 million on the line. Like, I do not need to it's sacrifice only, my huh? neck. Yeah, right? No, just kidding. It's like, this is just like a Tuesday night, you know, like, yeah. in a undisclosed location somewhere. Like, we don't, you know, we're fighting in a gymnasium. Like, we don't need to do this. Like, um, you know, save it for the comps, you know? Yeah, mistakes uh, happen too, though. I feel like that's mistakes the other happen thing very is, common. Yeah, like, biggest source of injuries I see is people being too prideful or not aware the danger they're in and they don't tap yes or they don't tap loud enough or you know they'll say they tapped but it's like you got to shout it you know sometimes yeah um or every once in a while they get that partner you know that upper white belt or that lower blue belt that just cranks that thing just has got a chip on their shoulder and something to prove and they just go a million percent when they roll to let you know that they are in charge and that they're the ones that are, you know, going to dominate you. Yeah, it and goes either way. Yeah, usually, like, a lot of, you know, gyms are usually good. If you got a good gym, they're good at getting those people out. Yeah. Or sorting that problem out, and they stop. But um, you'll still run into those people every once in a while. That's the glory, though. Like, you can pick who you roll with. Yeah, I mean, uh... Sometimes. Yeah. That's what the, uh, at least in our gym, like, the, the, the females, uh, to make it more welcoming have that kind of black belt status mm-hmm. so guys can't call them out to roll mm-hmm. but if they ask you to roll with them like it's you, you, you say yes <laughs> so it's like so cool. like guys are like oh i want to roll with you so there's not any of that like weird stuff going on yeah. but if like if you know if you choose to roll with like me then it's like yeah of course for sure um and that that really you know cuts down on injuries um for ladies that don't get like a spazzy new white belt yeah it's totally. going too hard with them yeah um but yeah, like sometimes, like for comp class, like you coach just picks people, and you gotta go. Yeah. Um, but I've gotten really good at another thing. This is like verbal jujitsu before the match. Like if we're sparring in class, I'll tell you, like I'm not feeling good. Like I don't want to go a million percent. Like yeah. I'm gonna start on my knees. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go slow. And then you don't even really have to roll like all the time either. Yeah. Like it's fine to just like not even if you're like feeling broken. Yeah. Like, but a lot of like good things come out of injuries too like man adapting adapting <laughs> to injury to adapt, yeah. especially like i commend people that can get off the mats and stay off the mats mm-hmm. like i like with like small minor injuries i just yeah. can't do that yeah. like i can like do things to like take care of my injuries obviously like physical therapy yep. i can like stretch i can do strength training and like yeah, i can really take care of these little areas but i'm I, like, can't just stay off the mat for a week. No. Like, that's going to drive me nuts. Yeah, no, I... But, uh, yeah, I feel like a I'm lot of the... with, like, purple toes, green, yeah. <laughs> broken green toes, yeah. like, just tape it up, like, let's keep going. Honestly, like, yeah, I mean, if my fingers were, like, super broken, I'd mm-hmm. probably take a little time off, but, um, I just do tape my fingers up because, like, my fingers are jacked up and, yeah. like, my back hurts sometimes, but I fucking deal with it, you know? Yep. Uh... A lot of my game has, like, especially my knee, man. It, like, completely changed how I play jiu-jitsu. Like, I still, I have to modify my De La Hiva. Like, I use it, when I use De La Hiva now, I use it, like, underhooking, like, 
underhooking the leg and going around my thigh, kind of, mm-hmm. rather than just hooking the leg with Less my foot. Either, yeah, because yeah. if I get this little daily heave of hook, mm-hmm. it kind of like puts a little, especially if they're moving around a lot, it kind of fucks with my knee. Yeah. And yeah, so I stopped playing daily heave for a long time until I figured out that modification. And I got like better at other things like mm-hmm. Baron Bowl or like Butterfly Guard. Like Butterfly Guard has been great for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to stay on top of people too. Yeah. It's just like, man, just when moving. you get <laughs> injured, yeah, when you get injured, it just like does so much for your jujitsu and you don't even realize it. Uh-huh. Like, like, what are you going to do when your arm's messed up and you're trying to roll? Like, you have to, like, think about these things constantly. It just gives you, like, a whole different change of thought. Yeah, that's what, uh... It also gives you a lot of anxiety. <laughs> that's true. I... I mean, I saw, like, old, old, old videos like the Gracies or, um... I feel really bad. I can't remember her name, but there's this, uh, black belt jiu-jitsu, uh, female. And I, I follow her on Instagram, and she's... This badass chick, um, you know, she's trained with, like, jiu-jitsu a couple times, uh, mm-hmm. but she's in California, I believe, but she, she, I remember seeing her profile, she had busted her arm, or, like, broke her arm or something, and she's basically training, there's a picture of her rolling with somebody, with, like, her yeah. professor told her to, like, tuck her arm in her belt, yeah, and, like, keep rolling, yeah, and so she's, like, you know, before she got her bra- a black belt, you know, she's brown belt, and she had, like, an arm tucked in her, like, that's under so awesome. belt and she's rolling and so it, it, she was talking about how much it totally changed like her game of yeah. like only having one arm yeah for, to like you know you know locking like how do you work with that yeah and, yeah like what do you do, do? Like, you keep, how do you them away, all the you know? time like, how do you you know you can't frame i had the so, opportunity to roll with someone with one arm and uh, they were going for omoplatas on me so hard it was awesome oh nice yeah it was crazy. But yeah, it's like, like you said, like, you know, uh, it's like if people could do that, then, you know, I could roll with a broken finger. Yeah. Um, and if you can't, if you really can't, uh, I'm not advocating that you roll injured by any means, but also showing up and watching. Yeah. If you can't make it to gym because your knee's broken or you just had surgery, like, as soon as you're safe enough to move about, like, if you just Good hang out there. and watch... Just hang out, I let did. everyone know you're still in the game. Yeah. Like, like, hey guys, you know, I, you know, that was one you, thing. how's it going? I'm taking notes. Yeah, that was one thing that helped me get through my injury for sure. Like, it took me so long to recover from knee surgery. That shit, it was well, horrible. It'll help motivate you too because you're seeing your friends progress, you know, getting better. Yeah. And they're rolling hard and they're doing cool ninja stuff. Like, they're like, you know, learning throws or they're learning like flying takedowns. And you're like, oh man, like, I need to be out here for this. Yeah. And then... I think that's what gave me the drive, is, like, going yeah. into... The drive to at least, like, continue uh, with physical therapy and, like, all the swimming and biking and stuff I yeah. was doing and, like, Otherwise, everything. I just... You'll sit on your ass and play video games. And it You'll won't feel sorry heal. for yourself. And then you go, oh, I can't train because I got a busted this, that, or the other. And nine months and later, yeah, it's not it's even Yeah, like, healed. two years, you're, you yeah. know, you're six, you're blue belt, and all your friends are... Kept, that kept leveling up and uh yeah it's, so it's just like keep after it like if you really care about it keep after it 100%. even if that is just show up and sit on the mat off to the side with whatever in a cast and watch like that's better than staying home yeah it really uh, is i think like yeah i commend people i like truly love people that can just like show up even if like like people 
Yeah, like, with minor injuries, like, you can, like, drill and, like, do light rolls and stuff and, you know, whatever you feel comfortable doing, really, with your minor injuries and stuff, Mm -hmm. really, like, work with it, uh, but people with, like, super major injuries, it's so sad watching, like, I, it makes me so sad when I see people, like, go through that stuff, because I'm like, man, I know how you feel, yeah. Like, this, like, it killed me not being on on the map, but being there and watching it, like, yeah. it truly got me through it. Because, like, if I hadn't really, like, I feel like I just would have been getting depressed and, like, just, yeah. it was already depressing enough, but, yeah. like, seeing people and yeah, no, it just I re- yeah, I remember. It's like, I, gave I, I me that drive. I'm lucky that I, I haven't been, like, broken injured yet. <laughs> you've been yes, close though like, yeah, you've been no, close I've had some like scary situations and yeah you know i've had stuff pop that's like okay i'm I'm done rolling for the night and i'll like walk around and, like freaked out and then you know they're like oh i'll take you know i'm there the next day yeah I just don't roll with that person or you know i just will tap before i even get there um but yeah like i, I just can't imagine going through that i mean i helped you with yours but it's different when it's you it's, and it's then, sad. Like, it makes me sad when I see people go through that stuff. It's just... Well, it's just, like, the biggest... I think it'd be the biggest reason people quit. Because, yeah. like, people... The, it's the, such the dropout long, rate is so high anyway. Like, yeah, it's such a long recovery. two people... Uh, two and a half. Yeah. That, like, are still there from when I started. That are doing jiu-jitsu, like, out of a class of 20. Yeah. You know, like, I when I showed up, like, I was low man on the totem pole. There's, like, a huge class... And then there's a couple of the upper belts, but it, like from like the the fresh crop of white belts that started when I did. Yeah. There's only like two people two. still around. Yeah. And like two years later, you know. A lot of so people. So that's a lot through. of yeah, it's yeah. a lot of people dropping out, and it's you know it's life. A lot but of it probably is injury, injury but, too. But yeah, but like uh, you know Brandon, you know, uh, yeah. he's like one of my BFF white belts. Brandon's he, great. Yeah, he's he's Shout amazing. Out to Brandon. He makes great music. I miss him. Love you, dude. Uh, <laughs> he, yeah, he got his knee fucked up and yeah. he was out for a long time. And it was around the same rolling. time as us. Me yeah. and we were kind of like, uh, recovering together. Yeah. Was, he was there for me a lot when I came back to the match. Yeah. Too. He was first and like, yeah, he had like the, excuse me, the knee brace. And, um, I remember he had just a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he's still after it and it, he's, you know, it's like every single day comp rolls, but he's still doing it. And that's important. Yeah. Is he still there? He still rolls. He's still fun to roll with. Uh, it hasn't. Just put some tape on it, guys. Yeah, CBD. <laughs> I can't stress it. I love CBD, man. That stuff really. CBD and acai soak your bandage wraps in that. Dude. Okay, so like, um, when I competed in Washington, one of the sponsors for this event, uh, I competed on was called Battle of Bellingham, and one of their sponsors was like, I think, uh, like a a weed store. So like. They had all these, like, cream, like, I thought I had it just right there. It's so funny. I, like, uh, they gave us, like, this CBD and THC cream that Mm -hmm. you can, like, rub on your body. It's, like, menthol. Mm -hmm. And, like, I remember, like, after I had my EBI match uh, up in Washington, it was, like, two days later, and I felt like I got run over, dude. It was so bad. So I just... Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I felt good. It was awesome. I've been getting a lot better, I think. But, um, yeah, I just... looked a lot better. <laughs> I mean, because, like, that one down south where it's, like, over so quick. Oh, I got wrecked. Like, oh, man, yeah, that's... I got wrecked very fast. 
sorry, dude, that was rough. You know, it's it a little embarrassing. And then, but yeah, that's the thing is like you say, you got to keep after it. Yeah. So either you're born, like you're just naturally genetically perfect at competing and you, you get first place in everything because you're just a stud athlete. Yeah. Or you have to work your ass off. Just or keep, you quit. Yeah. I mean, that's it. There, there's no, you yeah. either work really hard and maybe get <laughs> second or third or, you know, get that first, you know, but it's like. Just keep mm, after it if you're yeah. competing. Yeah. I've always been like someone who's the, hungry this for last competition. One, like I was watching and like it was, it looked really good. Thank you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You're actually doing stuff. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, for once. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like sometimes you just get shut down so fast and you're like, "Fuck, I didn't get a chance to you know, whatever your game is." Yeah, totally. You don't get a chance to do it. No, but about that CBD stuff, I like was so sore uh, from competing, like everywhere man it was crazy and i took this cream and it has like it's like one part thc and one part cbd or something like that and i just like rubbed it all over like my whole entire body Mm -hmm. and 15 minutes later i was like asleep with the lights on really yeah shit knocked me out it was crazy see i I felt good i just i just (laughs) i see so many people that like like cbd and I don't know. I just, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't work, mm-hmm. but I just, it, it kind of reminds me of like fit tea. A couple sure. years ago on Instagram, like all these, you know, like fitness, you know, influencers were like fit tea. Yeah. Makes you 12 pack abs. And it's this miracle cure drug. It's and now like, it's like CBD. Like everyone's got CBD and it's like, yeah. Um, how do you know it's good? Like you have to try different like, ones. Yeah, I think like, like there are low quality ones and then there are high quality ones. And I think it does go like, a lot of like, sure. there's a lot of companies out there that are like bogus for sure. Yeah. Cause like, it's, at least in Oregon, like, it's a money, the, the weed train. Yeah. And it's like, I think mean it it's is all good. Like, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. I think it does help with like injury, uh, mm-hmm. and like, at least inflammatory. I think it's helpful. It helps me. Nice. Yeah. What's the worst coffee. injury you've had? Um, so, like I said, I've broken some toes. And those turn all disfigured and, you know, like, dislocated. That sucks. Yeah. So Did you I, get your toes, like, stuck in the mat? Yeah, so one of them was, like, the, not the pinky toe. I've but seen the, that the happen to a few people. Over, I, I did a shot, and it was a single leg, and I was, like, picking up to dump, and, like, I turned the corner, and I just felt, like, a little, like, snap. <gasps> and I was just like, okay, whatever, and I just kept going. No. And then afterward, I'm like, oh, my toe's all fucked up. And then that night, it hurt so bad. And I was like, I took a shower and I like bumped it on something. And I'm yeah. just like, oh, I wanted to cry. And I looked down and I'm like, oh my, it looks weird. So I, I was like, I was popping my other toes. And I got to that one. And I was like, oh, let's see what happens. So like I went to pop it and it just went like this, and it oh, just like no. snapped back in. I, I don't know what I did, but it was just like excruciating. Uh, and then it was like purple and green and like all sorts of fucked up for days and I just, like, taped it to another toe next to it, and, God. you know, it was okay. <laughs> it eventually, yeah. you know, it eventually I remember when out. I broke my fingers, man, they look so gangly, and they yeah. still do. Like, look at that one. It's, yeah. like, one of them's, Bulbous. like, yeah. yeah it looks getting that wedding ring back on. Like, it's <laughs> no, just, like, not. It's, like, <laughs> it's huge. Sorry, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't even hurt anymore. Yeah. That's the funny thing. Like, people make comments on my fingers. They're, like, what mm-hmm. is wrong with you? I'm, like uh like grappling but yeah i'm like dislocated like the top part of a pinky you know it popped out a little yeah. weird and that just i think fingers are weird. like the most common thing yeah, especially shooting for grips so yeah you gotta, like you know you gotta be cautious yeah um but yeah i get 
you know, to gi, like, you get fingers and toes cut all the time. Yeah, an accident. Sometimes that um, happens. Yeah, I've been slammed pretty hard, uh, neck cranked. Yeah, like, my, I, had, I felt like the, the top couple. Yeah, I've had that happen the many spine times. Really it's weird. so painful and too. It was just like a lower neck, like headache for like days. Yeah. Um. So it's just like on heroic amounts of ibuprofen. Have you oh. ever been to physical therapy? No. It's so I awesome. Man. Should. Yeah, I've you probably should. I've been looking at like should. massage therapy and stuff. You know, like, I, like I bet I'd be feel really good after physical massage, therapy. But. Is like, oh man, I can't even describe it. It's just mm. like they just know. Like these people are so magic and they just know like how to make you feel better and how to like yeah. get you back to like normal. Yeah. Well, it doesn't actually like make you feel too much better, but it it like the injury like just goes away eventually, yeah. you know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. But I mean that that's pretty much it. Like I haven't been I haven't you know, blown out my knee or had an arm shattered or anything. Um I've I've been yeah, I've been kicked in the face by a heel. You know, someone getting overzealous with, like, a technical mount arm bar, like, throwing their leg around and, like... Yeah. You know, flinging the heel back and, like, catching a heel in the teeth. Yeah, uh, that being happens. Being in the face. I actually you know. did that the other day to somebody. I felt so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I had a white belt, like, pass around really hard and, like, knead me right in the temple. Oh. And I just, you know, got, got all, like, dizzy. And it was, like... It just, it just stuff like that. Like, I haven't... I'm pretty sturdy. Injuries happen. It's benefit of being big. It's like, it's kind of, <laughs> just like my digits get broken, but yeah. so far I haven't. Yeah, totally. So I'm happy about that. I haven't, like, lately I haven't been uh, too banged up, which is nice, especially rolling with bigger people. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's like really great to have people that are like aware of like your body size and type and stuff. Um, But like, yeah, I think like people are have just been like pretty good about not messing me up because like I mean I'm small it's gonna mm-hmm. happen but like I don't know some people yeah do get overzealous for sure and what's the important part of like being in a good I gym? want people to give me good roles too so like a lot of the time I don't like say anything or mind yeah but like it well, I have to keep it in the back of my head that it does happen and I have to be careful too yeah there's a dichotomy for rolling with like someone smaller than you so for me like I got uh, it's something I had to figure out pretty early on. Like, if I got partnered with you or, you know, uh, a younger, uh, like a teen that was in the adult class or a you know, Man, teens go anything, hard. Like, yeah, so it's like, okay, either. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. Itty bitty, but it's like, they're, they're spazzy, so it's like, yeah. it's like a weird, like, okay, I can't go Fast. hard and, like, break them. Yeah. Because their mom's watching and, it's, you know, bad for business and I'll get yelled at. <laughs> and it's just not nice. But it's like, but they're also like, you know, kneeling in the face and stuff. So, um, yeah, as a bigger, as a, as a bigger guy. Teens are like up there with like hard rolls. Yeah. Teens go crazy. Yeah. But now that I'm like better, uh, I was yelling at some teens the other night cause they're, uh, we had all the kids, um, when Fabiano Scherner came down, we had like this huge kids class. So there's like all the little kids and then like oh, all the man. teens and like, so we're doing line drills. And, like, all the little kids are, like, shrimping all the way to the end, like they're supposed to. They're doing their drills perfectly. The teens are being lazy and, like, oh, yeah, three quarters away, they're standing up. I'm like, dude, go all the way. Like, give me yeah. all my shrimps. And they're like, no. And I'm like, you say no again. I'll wrist lock you later when we roll. And they're just like, you won't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why are you telling me no, dude? Like, they're just being teenagers. So it was, like, it was funny. And then they're, but they're doing stuff. And then, but, yeah, like, rolling with them, it was just, like, super, uh, 
you know, the control difference. Yeah, so totally. It's like, you just go apeshit. Like, I'll, you know, stuff you in a deep half and you can't do anything. Yeah, um, just hold them down. Yeah, I just, like, I'll just get them and it's, like, cool. And I'll, like, get them hooked up and they're kind of sitting there and they don't, they don't know stuck. what to do. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you got to learn that, that dichotomy of when to explode and be powerful and when to when to be calm and respectful. And not injure people. Yeah, because, yeah, you, and not there's get no injured. reason to hurt. The I new, think the like new mom doing jujitsu. There's there's absolutely no reason. Like let her get the let her get the triangle on you. Like don't explode out and break her face. Yeah. There's no reason to. Don't suplex them. God, no. I can't believe I got <laughs> that. Like when I I think I got knocked out when I got suplexed too because like don't it was suplex a, the white belt people. Yeah. Well, like don't suplex each other. Period. Yeah. Like don't just don't do that. I like. Yeah, this is like a Unless little Muay Thai gym. So yeah, this happened <laughs> at a little Muay Thai gym. So like we didn't really have like really thick jujitsu mats. It was like yeah. So man, I got slammed and I was out. It was bad, and that it just hurt. I had the worst headache for the rest of the day. It was bad, and shit like that shouldn't happen. But if it, it does. If it does, don't give up. <laughs> take, 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 take CBD about it. Take CBD, yeah. you know. Uh, CBD will cure concussions. <laughs> that's a fact. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wraps it up, folks. Um, that's that's it. Uh, stay healthy. Take care of your body. Listen to it. And um, just, like, don't give up because you're injured. At least in my opinion. I don't know. Keep you can do whatever up. you want. You yeah. can really do whatever you want. It's, yeah, it's your, it's your choice. It's your life. But, right? like, If you want to get good at jiu-jitsu, keep showing up. I, I just, like, don't let your injuries and minor injuries discourage you. There's always ways to get better. Absolutely. Yeah. That's it. <laughs>